Blog Talk Radio. Oh my goodness. 
All right, James, what are we talking about? Uh, it's your show. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what? It's my show when we're in situations like this. Seriously. Nair. How about Nair? <laughs> Pick sent to the chat to explain hospital visit, and yes, it's his middle finger. Can we invite all the members of that group to watch so you can educate them? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> what do we want to talk about? We have an entire 55 whole freaking minutes. <laughs> okay, you made a post yesterday, I think, for it, or day before yesterday. Hey, Ronnie. Um, hey, Ronnie. something move. <laughs> Look. 
I'm trying to remember. I know, I know one when I was at the when I was at the manor house one night one night working it. I got it on my body cam with a little yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. It was on the body cam. I remember when when you got it, you were freaking out when you go over and you message me, "Hey, hey, look at this, look at this." Well, that was because I got that was because I got the giggling part. Yeah. It was giggling, and it was um, what was it giggling? It was giggling, children giggling, and then when I walked upstairs, I said hello, and a child said hi, and then I was like, I'm going to cut the lights off now, and the kid said, got them. Yeah. Oh, never mind, Dennis. I just saw your finger. <laughs> you poor, ugh, you poor thing. That's terrible. I would have bled to death on that one. That's awful. I hope you'll be okay. That's terrible. That makes my finger hurt just looking at that one. Oh, yeah, the link to join. Dennis wants the link to join so he can show us his finger. Send it. That's terrible. Job hazard. Yeah. Beyond that, goodness gracious. Got a couple of stitches on that one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it was um that was an interesting night at the manor house. So and then what else? With the shadow figure. That was also an interesting night. And he wasn't there either, he was out. Too. I think they're waiting a long before they do something. I think they're bored with you. I think I think spirits get bored with people. I think well, they've they, been there fourteen years. Yeah. What do they get bored with? I think they get bored with the same people over and over and over. And if they don't like you, they're just flat out not going to really want anything to do with you either. Well, well, well. Aww. Of all fingers. This one's not the bright green that I had earlier. That some gentleman on I-95 discovered five square balls. <laughs> oh, I can't see comments or anything. better soon. Thank you very much. Um, so, I was opening up a large privacy gate. Um, double four-foot gates, latch in the middle. I was struggling with it. Then the wind grabbed everything and threw it at me. And it did. It pretty much drew my finger between the two uh, halves of the latch. Just laid the side of it wide open. So having run ambulance before, I took one look at it. I mean, it immediately started gushing blood. You got a lot of capillaries in the fingers. Um, but it had a flap hanging open, as you see in the pictures I sent you. Um, I could see the tendons and everything inside, and I'm like, 
ligaments. And I'm like, yeah, this is not good. Um, so I wrapped it in like three nouns blue painter's tape and poked myself off to the hospital. <laughs> blue, blue painter's tape comes in handy. Well, three different locations. got to figure out where my camera is. Took three different locations for me to actually get seen. So I started off at Prince George ER. It's kind of like their quick med. Mm -hmm. Being the security officer there had a bit of an issue. You don't get to see patient check-in anymore. It isn't you know, sit down and talk to the receptionist or any of that shit. That yeah. And key yourself in. Well, it says um, uh, use the uh, sanitizer before you use touch screen. So I used my right hand to do it because that one's got this big ass wad of napkins and blue painter's tape on it. And I headed back over to the kiosk to key my way in. The security guard apparently, A, didn't know who I am, and B, was dumb as a fucking rock. She's like, sir, you need to use the uh, yeah, sanitizer on both hands. Oh, God. See that? No, I'm not putting sanitizer on that. That is a major, major laceration. I am not putting sanitizer on it. Sir, that is our policy. I am not doing it. Sir, you need to use sanitizer on both hands. Go fuck yourself. Proceeded to check in. Well, I had called home to let her know that I was injured. I'm headed to um, Prince George ER. Well, I was going to go to the hospital straight through uh, three cities, whatever it is, tri cities. She's like, well, just go to the emergency. Okay, I can do that. Well, we went to different ones. Hey, I left that one after I told the security officer to go fuck herself. I went to the other one. They checked me in with no problems. Everything goes smoothly. I go to the back. The, I'm guessing, nurse practitioner comes in and goes, so what do we have? And I'm like, I got an owie. Kind of chuckles, and she's like, all right. Well, let's open it up and see what we got. But when I did, kind of stuck to the napkin, so it pulled that flat back. She looks at it and goes, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I said that, too. She's like, uh, let's just cover that back up and let me get the physician in here to look at it. So the physician comes in, and we pull the flat back again. She takes one look and goes, that's tendon. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to, let's get this up a little bit. We'll wrap it back up. Get you some good gauze. Lost your sound. Where's your sound? Wait. I can't hear you. I know that. I know that hurts. Nope. That's awful. He, yeah, he muted himself. <laughs> well, I can't imagine because I had I had a I had a cut there last weekend, but not like that. Oh yeah. 
not like that. I cut myself with scissors. Instead of cutting the paper like you do the scissors, I cut my finger, you know, with the yeah. scissors. I got my thumb caught in a table saw and it didn't look that bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it bled like a, it bled a little bit. I had to put a bunch of liquid Band-Aid on that sucker. Yep. Chinese made computer crap. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Going back in and looking at comments because I didn't get a chance to. Oh, yeah. Wish I could have been there with y'all at Pamplin, the new place that's kicking your butt. Yeah, that is going to kick your butt for a while there. But it'll be worth it in the end. Who doesn't like an arcade? So he ditched us. All right. While we're waiting for dinner, next. Your show. This is your show. Mm -hmm. It's five time with Jerry. Not today. It's five time with David. Let me X that Jerry out. (laughs) Chris from Pamplin Park was going to come on the show, but his um, son had a basketball game. So that's why we did the open mic night. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That's why we ended up doing the open mic night was because of that. So, But next week, of course, we have John Stevens coming on, so that's going to be, <laughs> yeah, Bob Tom with Pauly. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay, got a question for you all. What, kind, what response do you give to people that say that the paranormal is not real. No real. The thing I get a lot is, I don't believe in that because I'm a Christian. My standard answer is, show me the Bible where it says Jesus is the only ghost. Yep. Hello. Hi. Can't hear you. I'm going to fly and mute the damn headset. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that loud and clear. <laughs> there are bits of references in the Bible about ghosts and spirits. That's from Paul Shields. Lots. Go ahead, Kimberly. Shall I take this one? <laughs> Yeah, they, there, there might be one or two references in the Bible to ghosts and spirit. Oh, my, that's what I get. I'm not a Christian if I believe in ghosts. Yeah, the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy made-up thing, I guess, because yeah. you can't say Holy Spirit no more. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll finish my story real briefly, and then we'll get back to this aspect. Um, so I left after – where did I drop audio? Now, okay. And then you end up going to another place, and the lady's like, oh, my God, I see tendons. And so they, yeah, so we're, so we're with the doctors. So three separate, three Tri-Cities hospitals to the ER. Um, they have me on referral to a hand surgeon because I did damage the tendon in it. Oh, wow. um, so, yeah. But I got caught between the gate latch 
and as the gate swung open, the wind grabbed it and shoved it back and just literally sucked my finger right between the two pieces of the, the gate. And literally, there's camera, from the first knuckle back past the second knuckle, there's one large flap of skin there. Uh, so they temporarily stitched it uh, just to close it up somewhat until I can get to the hand surgeon and they can check it and make sure that we didn't do much damage to the tendon. Uh, but seeing internal parts that shouldn't be seen, uh, they decided they didn't want to play with it at the other place. I don't blame them, really. But yeah, so I'm coming down I-95. I got three big white napkins and blue painters tape on it, and I'm trying to drive, and some little jackass cut me off. And so there's that big white wad of shit hanging up in my window. He decides uh, I'm right-handed, Ronnie, so fortunately my sex life will be okay because it's left-hand damage, so I can still have sex. But that one's kind of numb, so it'd feel like I was getting some strange. I'm okay with that. Uh, but some jackass on I-95 decided to cut me off. I stick the finger up to the windshield, and of course it's nothing, but it, it looks like a roll of paper towels sticking up there. So he goes zooming by me, then he brake checks me, and then he slows down and gets right beside me. He looks over at me and does the finger gun. I don't finger gun. I don't finger gun. I smiled back at him and pointed at him. Don't threaten me. I threatened back. I did not know an accurate could go so fucking fast. <laughs> he decided he better get away. The crazy old white man's going to shoot his ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I will. You want to threaten me? I don't play. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it's been a wonderful day. So the injury occurred at 3 o'clock, and I got home at 5 minutes till 8. Oh, geez. So, I mean, our hospital service isn't that bad. Um, actually, I'll, I'll give credit to um, Tri-Cities Hospital. It used to be Johnson Willis, will always be Johnson Willis. They did actually really well. The folks that I dealt with there were pretty cool to deal with. I didn't sit too long with, you know, wondering what was going on, um, pretty quick on their decisions as to what they need to do or how they need to do it. And the young lady that came in to do the sutures says, all right, I'm, I'm going to have to shoot in, like, right into this knuckle here mm -hmm. and numb it. She said, okay. So she pulls out a horse needle. And I looked at her and I said, sweetheart, I know you were not sticking that number three in my knuckle. I'm assuming you're only attaching the number three to the syringe so you could draw down from the bottle. And then we're switching over to a zero head, right? She goes, yeah, how, how do you know needle sizes? I used to run ambulance, honey, but if you come at me with that number three, we're going to have an issue. <laughs> She understood very well how that was going to go. So she, she's like, okay, this is going to hurt a little bit. And she shoved it in. I'm just sitting there. I'm looking at my phone. And I said, you can continue anytime. She looked up at me real puzzled, and she goes, 
I'm already in. Oh, okay. Just do what you're going to do. She's like, you didn't feel any of that? Did you damage the nerve up in, in the hand? Did, what? Uh, no, I just have a very high tolerance for pain. But Most yeah. assholes do. Yeah, they did very well. They did very well, but thank you all for the for the sentiments of, you know, I hope everything's all right. And all. I, I truly do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Even though it's just a minor inconvenience and it's a flesh wound. Um, okay. I know when you sent pictures, I thought it was what's in the red circle pictures. So I was yeah, like, oh, he's sending those real quick. And then when I went in there to go look, I'm like, oh, that's not what's in the red circle. Although we could put a red circle around it and say what's in the red circle. There might be something paranormal in your, <laughs> in your finger. Now, what's in the red circle was. Uh, was I mean, I see. Funny. So I, hey, Missy. So I made a laugh because she's like, all right, so. And this is after like four sutures were in, three sutures were in. She's over there poking at it, trying to poke the fat cells back in. And then, now this is a nurse practitioner's assistant student still that's doing this. And then the nurse practitioner comes walking back over. Then she looks and she goes, oh, yeah, I see we got a fatty cell sticking out. I said, hey, hey, hey. Don't be mentioning my fat cells out here in public like this. I have worked <laughs> hard for this beautiful girlish body. And she looked at me and just busted up laughing. She's like, all right. I said, isn't it a shame, though? The three fat cells I got in my body are right in that finger. And, you know, they're just saying, fuck you, Dennis. We're going to hang out. <laughs> this poor girl was having a hard time stitching me up because she couldn't quit laughing. How many stitches did you end up getting? Well, like I said, it's only temporary. Uh, I've got a call first thing in the morning to meet with a hand surgeon to set that appointment up. So I only have six in there right now. Um, in order to actually suture it up properly to close the wound fully, it would take 12 external and probably 12 internal. Oh. But the uh, hand surgeon told them just to get it and a majority closed. But it's probably 12 in or 12 outer is what it's going to take to close it up after the hand surgeon gets done examining it. <laughs> so much for my work schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Who? I can't even play Call of Duty now. Oh, no. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, that's right. But, so what's in the red circle? Um, I can tell you. And I can share these pictures to anybody that would like to see them. Send me a message. But what's in the red circle is fat cells, mm -hmm. tendons, and ligaments, and meat. That's what was in the red circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, I, I see your tendons thing, looking back at me. I'm going to circle them all. Yeah, the only thing missing was the bone. Yeah. That's in there. That's in there, but... That picture didn't show, like the real dark circle in the middle. Hope didn't put her flash on when she took the picture. If she had, you would have seen the bone. Oh. That's how deep it actually took it. Uh, no, it, it's not pareidolia. Well, it's it's legit shit, man. It, I now have a haunted finger. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it, it, uh, the only thing I didn't do was actually damage the bone. Um, 
damn it, Kimberly, don't do that. Why would you cut through the knuckle? You're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Oh, gosh, hopefully uh, it'll get better. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure once we get done with the, the hand surgeon, he'll be able to, you know, decide what our next step is. Uh, uh, but Shayla wants to see it. Send her. Send her. I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't even think we can post it up here. Dennis's injury. Are you able to? I don't know. I mean, if you're able to post pictures, I don't care. Send them out. Facebook will probably censor it. Thank you, Missy. Facebook, yeah. yeah. Missy, I I put my finger where it shouldn't be. Like I said, fortunately, I'm right-handed, so I can still have sex. Yeah, it it hurt like hell, I will say that. Um, So I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do a shameless plug and I'm going to go eat dinner. Uh, Mark Stark, join us for Pamplin Historical Park. Right now, 20 tickets are sold. Uh, We definitely need to get a much bigger crowd than that. Um, Go check out Pamplin Historical Park. Facebook page, Pamplin Historical Park. I think it's just pamplinpark.org. Um, <clears throat> but they definitely need all the help they can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have memberships too. Any any help that they can get on their website. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you're able to, uh, if you're close to there and you feel like you have a day off that you want to go mow some grass, they got like 400 acres needs to be mowed. Yeah. Yeah, because they said that they didn't have the people, right? Yeah, they, they don't have staff. Mm-hmm. They, they had to go through some more cuts. So they're down to six people to run the entire park. Um, that's yeah, not going to get that picture up. I was wondering what you were staring at. I thought you were looking at the horse porn again, but... Oh my God! What <laughs> <laughs> video of my time back in the Everybody's saying, oh, "Never mind. I don't want to know. I don't want to know." Yes, I did mention that to me. Uh, thank you so much, sir. Um, you know, you can do donations online. You can do, you even buy a ticket even if you're not able to make it because we always end up with people going, man, I really wish I had a ticket. Just make sure to notate that you know, not attending, just buying a ticket to help the cause. Um, but, man, and it's not just Pamplin Park. It is every historic location you can think of. They're all struggling. Any, any museum-type location, any visitor site, they're all struggling after COVID. Everybody went through such hellacious hits. You know, when, when our government said, everybody stay home, mm-hmm. they didn't take into consideration places like these, you know, Pamphlet Park, Marrakis Park, um, you know, even the natural museums here, there, and everywhere. The government didn't take into consideration the fact that they run by foot traffic. Yeah. And you know, they just literally slit the throats. How many how many restaurants 
closed during that time because they could not get transitioned over to delivery or anything else. And, and yep. how many museums, how many historic places closed because they, they just need that. So if you get a chance, and, 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 you know, it doesn't have to be pamphlet, just any historic location. Go visit. Go check it out. Uh, even if you've been to that museum a hundred times in the past, yeah. almost every museum you can find something that you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Go check them out. If nothing else, their memberships are their their memberships are what forty five dollars a year, correct? It's forty or forty five. Yeah, it's forty five a year. But here's the cool thing: all of us are all about investigating and. and if you go to these locations, and a lot of them you can't get into at night to investigate you know, like we typically do, but you can go during the daytime, and right now would be a great time because most of them have so little foot traffic. Go walk through and run a voice recorder and see what the hell you come up with. You might be amazed. Yeah. Ryan? Hello. Yep. How are you? I am good. Just listening to this awesome conversation. Excited for uh, Pamplin Park coming up here in a couple of weeks, man. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Are you going to be there? I will be there. Okay. I'm excited. Sorry, missed uh, the one the other, uh, last, a few weeks ago. But I had to work, yeah. so, you know, it happened. Yep. And I'm, apparently, Dennis tried to, try to try to tear his finger off. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take him, I can't take him anywhere. I know. God, damn. How much is, how much is the ticketed event, um, Dennis? Is it 60? 60. It's 60 for the, nice. for the, uh, Investigation and then for the, for the investigation. <clears throat> and all proceeds go to the park. So hearing Ryan on here, I got a story to mm -hmm. share from the Capcom 360 Saturday night. So Saturday night I go meet a, a team out there. I give them the tour and everything, the history in the cabin. And we walked from the cabin and walked next door to the Brick Rancher. And then we started to go to the main trailhead. Um, they're capping at 60, I believe, Paul, maybe only 50, but I'm not positive. So we started to go to the main trail, and then we decided to turn left and go across and go to the access road. Well, I have a very bad habit. I always check the um, crawl space access door at the back corner of the cabin. I'm fairly certain I closed it. I won't say with 100%. I mean, I checked it. I won't say with 100% certainty, but I will say 99% of the time I at least look at it. Mm -hmm. It was closed. We go through the backwoods. We come out through the midwoods, get back up front. And as we're walking by, I looked at the crawl space access door, and it's open about two inches. Uh, well, why in the hell is that open? It has two barrel locks on it. So I went over, and it's in a little dugout. So I dropped down to a knee. There's water running, and the pipe had burst in the crawl space. So that makes me think of 
okay, the spirits here are screwing with me. They broke a pipe and want me to know about it. But Gene brought up another good point. What if, because you, I don't know if you could hear the water running from inside the cabin, mm-hmm. but what if spirit opened that door just to get my attention so I would look in the hole and notice that the water is running? But the odd thing is the whole way through the backwoods, I carry a flashlight. And anybody that's investigated with me knows I carry it religiously. Um, when I got down to the exit floor, this flashlight would not come on to love my money. Hey, Sean. Um, and, I mean, it worked flawlessly all through the woods. But when I got down to the access hole, it would not open or would not turn on whatsoever. But I don't know. So I think, A, Spirit was screwing with me and broke a water pipe in the crawl space Mm -hmm. and opened the door to let me know. Or B, a water pipe broke on its own, and Spirit opened the door to get my attention, so I'd check it out. Either way, it was cool as shit, and it was weird that my flashlight wouldn't work. So. Mm If you haven't had the chance to book your investigation at the cabin on 360, I'm telling you now, book it, because it was a live Saturday night. Yeah, you were talking about about trees, limbs falling out of trees, and the fact that you you felt uncomfortable, like there was something else walking around the woods with you. Yeah, we had walking up the uh, trail coming back from the way back, all three of us, I guess two, maybe three times, stopped and looked behind us. We thought maybe wildlife or something was walking behind us because we could hear all the footsteps. Um, while we're in the way back, you know, it's, it's woods, man. It's common to have a branch or so right. fall out of a tree. Right. Three times, three times in 15 minutes, branches fell out of the trees not far from us. I'm like, this just doesn't. Hey, Marianne. So, there was some strange shit going on. I don't know how the rest of the night went for the group that I left there. But, uh, you know, those that have investigated with me, I go anywhere and everywhere. I'll tell you if I feel energy. I very seldom ever say I feel uncomfortable. I will say that it's a rather strong energy here, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't get that I feel uncomfortable vibe. I had it Saturday. Yeah, maybe they were just, like you said, trying to get your attention to let you know, hey, something's wrong over here. Yeah. They got my attention, that's for mm-hmm. damn sure. Yeah. yeah. So, but make sure to book your locations. Uh, make sure to visit your museums. Yeah. Keep our history alive. Without things like that, they just go by the wayside. And then we find them featured on abandoned in Virginia or abandoned in whatever your state is. Go visit your damn museums, people. (laughs) You can listen when they're gone. All right, Sean, thanks. Have fun with schoolwork. Bye, Sean. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go eat dinner. Love Take you care. Love you too. Pop in and screw up your show. No problem. Uh, We're used to it. All right, <laughs> Kimmy. All right, brother. Uh, bye. Uh, Missy, bye, sweetheart. 
A lot of tendons there. I don't know about that. And there's a lot of muck in there. Yeah. But who knew? The poor girl. The poor girl that irrigated it. And yeah. She was just dumbfounded. Like, I'm so sorry if this hurts. And I'm like, what? Oh no, you're fine, honey. Carry on. <laughs> hey, Alan. Hi. Hi, Mel. Hi. Hope you feel better. I feel better, yep. Hi, everybody. Have a blessed rest of your week. You too. Bye. Don't hurt yourself. Ryan, you still there? You. I'm still here. Still. Is there anything you want to talk about with Between the Cabin and Pamplin Park? Uh, well, uh, of course, you know, buy tickets to the investigation at Pamplin Park. You know, it's a... It's a huge park and you have you're going to be investigating a lot of and sixty dollars again isn't that bad compared to other places um and uh you get to you're supporting a very very uh worthy cause um we've got an investigation at the cabin on the 24th uh we've got there is a a young a couple that lost their son to leukemia, so we're put together a, an event out there to raise money for them to help them out with bills and stuff. And then, what's the um, ticket, what's the well, ticket cost on that? Sold out. Uh, okay. The one, the one coming up is sold out. Um, but do have we do have an event on April sixth? Uh, Rihanna messaged me weeks ago and told her told me about her friend who who has uh, breast cancer and she asked if I could put together an investigation for her for her friend and you know when Rian asked me to do something I'm going to do it so I, I've created an event on April 6th $25 um, to come investigate with us and I'm trying to get a big crowd of people out there for her friend, but also because it's Rihanna, make sure that uh, we do it right for her. So, right. And it's that's for uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always a good time out there, so. Yeah. And yeah. it's for a good cause. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing a paracon there to raise money for the park? I think they talked about that, didn't they, Brian? Maybe doing something like that. I mean, that would probably be up to the park, but it would have to be like, yeah. like, an all-day thing where you because they've got that that room where we have our where we do the, um, I guess the introductions and stuff in the education mm-hmm. center. They could probably set tables in there. Get a few teams to come in there and set up and set up tables and stuff. So it's it's feasible, but it's something right. they would you know it would have to be like all day, all night commitment because then you'd have the investigation that night. That's true. So, yeah. But if it's money to, to raise money for the park, but then how much would it? How much would they charge? Right. To uh, yeah, I guess you could do like I don't know. I don't even know what what, a, what good a fair price would it would be. You'd have because you have the tickets for the actual para, paracon, and you buy extra money for the investigation. Mm-hmm. But that's true. I mean, I know when St. Albans does it, and you know places like that, they do they make money off of it. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. So right, it's just the logistics of it, getting people to come out to Pamplin Park, you know. But if it's a Paracon, more people might show up, and then they might not go to the investigation that night, but they may come back for the next investigation. It's all about getting eyes on the park, and, you know, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You just got to get people out yeah. there. Yeah, that seems to be the hard part. Hopefully, they, hopefully they sell more tickets. Um, but I think the maximum is what forty people. I think usually. Right. Yeah. They're so limited there. Yeah. Yeah. You just uh, hopefully, like, when it gets closer to the event, they'll start selling more tickets to it. Mhm. Yeah. But. Who do you have on your show tonight? I've got Creepy Cincinnati Pair Forensics coming on the show here. In a few minutes, I'm getting my going to get my tea ready, get focused, (laughs) get in the zone, auto zone. Yeah, we appreciate you um, and on on vibe time to talk to Dennis and his finger and to share some things about the park. Yeah, it sucks that happened. I'm telling to his finger and stuff. But yeah, I saw the open mic night. I'm like, I never I never call in and bother David and Jerry on their show. I'm gonna no, go ahead don't. and I'm gonna No, you don't. No. Glad glad that you did, yeah. Well never have on open mic. <laughs> You never know what's going to happen on the vibe time. Yeah. You never know who's going to up. Nope. But I'm going to go ahead and, go ahead and get off here and get ready for is this show. Nine o'clock, you guys. The freaking paranormal awesome show. 
you felt the vibes. You felt the vibes for an hour. Now it's time to feel. Now it's time to get freaky on the freaking awesome paranormal show. And I got to shout out to my my new co-host Sarah. Uh, she's been doing a, a bang up job, and uh, can be awesome. And I will That's right. See you guys. Fuck. <laughs> All righty. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. Shay last are they do doing Enigma Con again? Every time you did it, it was sold out. I don't think they are. I thought I didn't think they were doing Enigma Con anymore. Yeah, I think, I think last year was the last one. Yeah, Ronnie, well, isn't that true? The la- yeah, last year was the last one. I think we had talked about that on one of the shows we had. But I'm sure that they'll, they'll, if they did any type of Paracon or anything, they would figure all that stuff out. It takes a lot of people to run that, too. So we have 10 minutes to discuss your first question about Christianity, and (laughs) we never did finish that discussion. that we hear that quite often. Now we have to go back up. Let me get here to some of the comments. Well, we got to go way back up. Unless people just want to repeat what they said. Here we go, Shayla. Me too. I always say I'm a Christian too. I don't worship the ghosts. Some people just don't have experiences because they aren't paying attention. Kimberly says, plenty of spirits in the Bible, and yes, there's a Holy Ghost. 